Welcome to the Next Level Business Podcast for entrepreneurs who are looking to take their business and wealth to the next level. guys hey how's it going uh this is josh here and shane for your What's up, guys training. so if you guys are watching uh comment below let us know where you're watching from and whether you're watching on the replay or the live do hashtag live hashtag replay and uh so today what are we talking about well first off i want to tell you i love doing this with you my man every week it's a pleasure I enjoy this. I love having a mastermind group. We had one a while back, and that was a ton of fun and very rewarding. And uh, it's fun to do this again. And hopefully, these you know the, the people that are watching this, hopefully they're getting something out of it. Right. That's 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 all we can hope, right? Right. All right. Today we're going to talk about confidence as a business owner. I know some of you guys, you know, you may be doing the side hustle thing, and man, I did the side hustle thing, man. So. How do you get from the side hustle to being the full-time business owner? But we're going to talk about confidence in either one of those scenarios. You got to have it, right? Like, I don't know how many of you guys are single or gals are single, but when you don't have confidence, it it reeks very quickly, right? It's hard to uh, to get that girl that you want when you don't have any confidence. You can smell that desperation a mile away. And in business, there's a lot of similarities to that. We need it. We need it like we need oxygen. You need that to breathe. And I am in the process of writing a book and I was writing yesterday and I got onto this topic of having confidence as a business owner. And we love to, you know, to share the the downfalls and the mistakes. And I've had a ton of them. But when I owned that restaurant, about halfway through that, when we started uh, to get competition that opened up that we weren't expecting and everything started to go south, revenues went south my confidence quickly fell. I wasn't prepared for that. And I took it on the chin, man. And when you lose your confidence, everybody sees it. Your customers see that your vendors, they see that they don't want to, they don't want to give you stuff because they can tell, they can sense that something's not right. And you don't have that confidence about you. They can pick up on that. Mm -hmm. So when you're asking them to extend credit, what do you think they want to do? They want to tell you no, baby. They want to call the credit. <laughs> they want to call it in and say, "How about we just end this right now, and we'll just we'll just put you on a workout plan." But you can't have that because you got to have food coming in. You know that's what we needed every week. We needed food, and we needed the vendors to work with us. We needed all these people to work with us. But it's not just your vendors; your workers. Man, I remember going into so many meetings with these guys. And I was not in a good place. And that confidence was in the gutter. And JP, you 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 saw me through a couple of those those down times where the confidence was uh, non-existent. So what did that do? What did that do for the staff? How did that? Well, they can feel it too. You know, it's just like that girl you're trying to impress. Nobody's impressed. Yeah. And uh, they weren't impressed, and you could sense it. And a, a lot of times, when when things go wrong, the, co- the lack of confidence might actually turn into anger. And you'll you'll see that, man. And, you know, you watch any, you know, The Prophet or any of those shows right there, you know, when they they go into these struggling businesses, you see a lot of those business owners, they lash out. You know, they're, they're jumping on these employees and it's because they're coming from a dark place and they don't have any confidence. And I, I'm going to add one more in there. Bankers. 
Bankers can feel your distress and your desperation. They can feel it. So when you go to them and you want to borrow money, what do you think they're going to say to you? Sorry, pal. Now's not the good time for, uh, for us to lend you money. So you got all these people that can sense your lack of confidence, but you as a business owner, we got to have it. What about you, JP? You ever gone through a time where you struggle with that in business and bitch you in the butt a little bit? Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. I'm good. Good. Came out straight, had success since birth, spoon fed. So there you spoon. go. Uh, actually, speaking about the uh, um, going to the bank when you need money versus going when you don't need money. So, like, but, uh, before I answer that, I just want to talk about that. So, um, when you need money, they won't lend it to you, right? That's true. I was a banker. I mean, yeah. what, what you're saying is right. What everybody yeah. complains about is right. None of the bankers want to admit it, but it is true. And, and then, um, so how, so when you don't need money, the last thing you're thinking about is going to take out a loan. But but it's good to do it at that time, right? At it's the, the best time. Yeah, It is the best time. I've had that conversation with a couple of business owners here recently. They're like, well, I don't really need a line of credit now. I'm like, no, no, now's the exact time you need it because right. you got to put that thing in place. Right. You got to get that bank to know you. They need to trust you, and you need to go down there with confidence, like we, we we've been talking about today. You got to do that with confidence. But the time to do it is when things are going well, right? And have that 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 stuff in place for when they go bad. You can tap into that. Now the bank they'll they'll try shenanigans on you to potentially cut off your line if things start to go bad. But uh, generally, if you have that in place, you can beat them to the punch. Okay, so. Um... It's good to have credit cards, a line of credit, and then take out a, uh, what do you call it, uh, ins- ins- uh, installment loan, or what is it called, a term loan? Yeah, a, a term loan. You just want to make sure that you can cash flow a term loan, Yeah. right? Like you don't want to take a term loan out if you can't afford to pay that term loan back just for the sake of doing it. But, but should we take it out if we have no reason to take it out, the term loan? Not really. Okay. No. Uh, line of credit though, and use the line of credit. Yeah. On the personal side, you know, we have credit reports and everybody knows them. We get on credit karma. We can find those out. But on the business side, almost all of the community banks don't even look at your business credit report. I was in banking for 10 years. I never saw a business credit report. Now the big banks, they look at business credit reports, but I've got a business right now. I've never seen the, the credit report on the business. Have you ever seen yours? Yeah, I have actually. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because inside QuickBooks, if you go, there's a, uh, in QuickBooks Online is what we use. Uh, if you go to the, um, I think it's the lending tab, because uh, QuickBooks now lends money and they actually give you your free business credit report. I'm glad you told me that because yeah. I have never looked at that and I'm yeah, dying really to know. Cool. It's really cool and it it's really nice. Uh, so it's... Uh, I mean, you you never know these things. You know, it's one of those things you just learn as you go, right? No hey, one teaches you. No one tells you. That's what a mastermind group is all about, right? right. You have a whole bunch of people in there, and you learn from each other. Nobody right. has all the answers, and right. we're we're sitting around showing, bearing bearing it all in front of everybody, saying we don't have all the answers, but what we have, you can have. What right. we have, we will share with you, and vice versa. When you have some great information, share it with us, because everybody learns in that situation. 
some of the answers that we have are no longer valid now in this new world. Right? Things are changing so rapidly. Uh, SBA is lining up to lend money, and before you couldn't get money out of those guys. You couldn't so, get money, dude. It was a two-year process to get a loan done. I had to sign a. It was more papers that I signed to get an SBA loan than like three total properties that I purchased. And I oh, mean, yeah. there's like three inches of paper that we signed. Yeah. It took hours. It took hours. I was hungry. I mean, come on, you know. And, and now, I know you. You're a guy that gets on stuff in a matter of seconds. Right. And so when you say you tried, brother, I know you tried. <laughs> Nobody tries like you. Now it's now it's just a matter of we click two buttons <laughs> and cash is flowing. It's the craziest thing. The PPP loan, you didn't have to prove a thing. I've never seen a loan where you prove nothing. You just tell us you make this amount of money, this amount goes to payroll, and the money's popped into your account. What, you didn't have to submit your W, uh, your reports, your 941s? That's it. You had to submit a 941. But you can, that's you, it. What, what you're saying is those could be fraud. Uh, you can fraud Well, them. Th- those probably aren't fraudulent. So I got to take that back a little bit. You had to you had to submit the 941s, but no P&Ls. You know, I don't even think they were going by credit. No, they weren't going by credit. Yeah. And so today, today is what, June the 4th? Yeah. Okay, today... Last night, uh, the Senate passed. So Congress passed it first. It went, or the House passed it first. It went to the Senate. The Senate passed new changes to the PPP. And I don't even know if you've you've heard about these, JP. But yeah, Amanda, my girl Amanda, uh, just sent me an update today. They are beautiful. Here's the two big things. The first one is instead of having eight weeks to try to f- spend all this money to get forgiveness on. Right. They've advanced it to 24. So they're giving you three times the amount of that, which is unbelievable. So how many uh, months is that? That's uh, almost six months. Oh, okay. Well, that's good then. Yeah. Instead of two months, it's six. Yeah. And uh, the other big thing is my problem with the PPP is I always had the feeling that the government was going to not necessarily change the rules because they were coming up with the rules as you go, which makes it tough because when you apply for a loan, you do it under under what you know at the time. So if they change the game on you, it's very difficult after the fact. But that's what the PPP loan is. They, they're they constantly changing the, the game on you. So if they uh, – whatever you don't use, let's say you had a loan for three hundred grand, you only used two hundred grand. That extra hundred grand, you had a choice to make. And – Assuming the entire two hundred thousand was forgiven, mm-hmm. and let's say you took the other hundred thousand, that hundred thousand was now going to be on an eighteen-month loan. They're going to—they said it was a two-year loan, but they gave you six months of no payment. But then they condensed that loan into eighteen months. And, and I can tell you straight up—I don't care if it's a zero percent rate loan. If you got to pay a loan back in eighteen months, it hurts cash flow wise. And that was my one problem with it because I thought 18 months, you're just making a situation very difficult for business owners that are already struggling. And today, this is the beauty. This is when I got up out of my chair and I started dancing, dude. I'll be honest with you. They came out and they said five years. Wait, on what? On paying back the loan. What loan? The PPP. Whatever is not forgiven, right? Whatever is not forgiven. Okay. Or whatever you decide to take that's not forgiven, instead of an 18-month loan, 
we now have a 54-month loan, which is essentially a five-year loan, and they give you six months to make your own payment. That's a game changer. So instead of giving the money back to the government, I say keep it. If you have extra money, keep it, and, and it's going to be put on a five-year loan at 1%. You 1%. will not find better terms than that ever. Ever again will you get those kind of terms again on a loan. Can't be mad. 1%. You cannot be mad. Yeah. So it's, it's so one I can of the side effects. Of 1%. Say it again. I can finance a Lamborghini for 1%. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> yeah, I just pay, just thanks. You post that on social media and they're like, hey. What's going yeah, we, on, man? You bought a hundred and fifty thousand dollar Lambo. No, we can't do that. Yeah, it's hard to run from that one. Yeah, hard. Some to people run. are doing that though. I saw that one guy got caught buying jewelry and stuff. Oh, I messed it up for everybody, man. He will mess it up for everybody. Yeah. Um. All right. So, we, you know, we we're talking about confidence. I want. I want to just roll to how you get confidence if you're struggling with it. If you if you're down in the dumps and you're struggling with confidence, how do you get it back? Right. Uh, first thing I'm gonna touch on is 10x. Right. Work your butt off. Tell them a little bit about 10x, bro. Just the concept of it. Multiplying every second. How much can we get done? How fast can we get it done? That's the only thing that matters. It's by hard. Be Zero. efficient. It's Come up with great processes. Keep making those processes better. I'll put this up on the screen right here just to make sure. <laughs> it's binary but one or zero. I love work, that. Work, work hard. What does work. one or zero mean to you, man? Say it again. What does one or zero mean to you? One or plus zero, zero yeah. equals binary, one? Binary. I don't even know, man. Tell me. <laughs> give me, give me, give me the right answer before it's I success say success or failure. You know, it's like, did you get it done or not? It's either yes or no. Did, like, did you get your mic? Did you, <laughs> did you get your camera? You know? I knew you'd bring up the bush league uh, earbuds hanging from my ear. That's, that's a, you're Everything's easy on back order. I'm, I'm easy, easy prey right now. That's why. Yeah. So take your but, shots. Take nah, your nah, shots. Nah, nah. But yeah, yeah, 10x. So speaking about 10x, uh, yeah, getting it, getting it done. How much? How fast? That's really what it comes down to, you know. Yeah. How much and how fast can we get done? There you go. That's the first thing. If you want confidence, make sure you're working your butt off. Make sure you're getting it done. Stay until it gets done. Read. Read things that are going to grow you, advance you, be a better business owner, be a better human being. Uh, 10x. How do you even start with that mindset? So read, and that's going to open your mind. That's going to give you confidence. The other thing, join a mastermind group. Hang around people that are going to build you up and not tear you down. And they can give you they can give you truths, even when you don't have a lot of confidence. But that's still going to spur you on. And I know people in our group. We've all gone through tough times, man. So be confident, but be humble at the same time. Don't be arrogant. How was how was um. I know I keep interrupting you, but that's, that's a whole point of having two people on the show. We can interrupt each other. That's um, right. I was Craig last week about his confidence, man. I mean, talking it, about a roller coaster, you know? Exactly. Confidence can wane. It can come and it can go. Yeah. But when you hang around other people, they can build you up. And it's exactly what you need as a business owner. You've got to have this. That's why the, that's why the mastermind group is so powerful, man. That's why it's so good. 
just to be around guys. They're going to build you up. You're going to get all this knowledge, and you're going to give what knowledge you've got to them. It's a it's a win win. It's the uh, it's the old river. If it, it flows into you, and then it but it flows out of you at the same time. So I love that process. Someone and, says, "Hey Shane, smiley face." There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and uh, here, here's my last thing about, and, and we could probably come up with five more things to help you build confidence, but speak life into yourself, right? It's easy to uh, bring yourself down. We, we just naturally do it. You know, I'm not good at that. I'm too fat. I'm too ugly. I'm too gray headed, whatever. Uh, but speak life into yourself. Do the opposite of that. Say, I can do this. I want to be the best. I'm going to be the best. I'm going to get out of this funk. I'm going to go hang around somebody today that's going to build me up. Speak life into yourself and always do it. You know, watch, uh, who am I thinking of? Zig Ziglar. Put him on. Put Tony Robbins on. Just put guys on there that that are going to build you up and just start saying that stuff over yourself. Just start professing that you can you can do all this stuff and that, you know, you're going you're gonna to kick some butt and you're going to make things happen. Mm-hmm. So those are a few of the things about how to get the confidence back. But I just, it hit me yesterday when I was writing about confidence and just how important it is. And, I, and then I told you about it and you said, let's do it. Let's talk about it. But it's, it's crucial. As a business owner, we need it. We need it in life, whether we're trying to impress some gal or, you know, whatever, but you need it in business too. Everybody around you in your business needs to see that you're confident and that you're making good decisions and everything will flow from that. So back to me then. Back to you. So uh, let's see. Back to the confidence as a business owner. All right. So yeah, like for me, when things were kind of tough, um, it was tough because like I was working with a lot of the friends and my family so not only did we have business problems, then that brought my confidence low as a business owner because I was struggling. And then you have trouble with like friends and family that you're working with. Uh, so that that was real tough. But um, yeah, just learning from the mistakes was helped me get through it. And yeah, I don't I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, it's, we've all been through it. Um, it sucks. And uh, so many of us are probably in it right now. I yeah. felt like I just got out of that season, you know, and right. I remember you building me up. I remember coming to your place a few times and, and it was, you know, I, I remember almost like, dude, don't drown in pity. You got this. Yeah. Just get out of this. <laughs> And, and I could say that confidently because I was there because I it was like looking in the mirror, you know, it's like when I, like I know exactly what you're going through. And Shane was like, man, you don't know what the hell. I'm 500 grand in debt. I, I got this. I got that. I'm like, man, I was there. You know, like we're deep in debt. We, we took on too much debt. Uh, and that, that's easy to do. So easy. Yeah. So I mean, you can get a one click of a button. You got, you know, 50 grand at 25 percent. 25%. Yeah. Now that right there is going to keep you in debt because you never, you never exactly. get that kind of money paid off. That's what happened right there. That's what and, happened. In, and in, I had a, I had a, a, a lady reach out to me on LinkedIn. She goes, uh, Hey, we're in the business, you know, helping business owners get capital. Let's reach out. And I, and I saw the company that she's with, 
they do 20 plus percent loans. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't need you as a, as an ally here because what you're offering is going to hurt the business owners that I'm dealing with. And I, I just can't do that. I took a PayPal loan, I think like 20% and then refinanced it with one at 22% with lower payments and then uh, refinanced it again at like, I don't know, 18% to lower the payments. And, and you never get out of it because you don't, you, you just swim. Every time you refinance the loan, they add money to it. Oh, you're like a rat on the wheel. Yeah, and they're yeah. always doing the shady stuff, right? Loans renew, and here's another fee. Yeah, and, and you're like, I don't remember signing that I would do this, but you did. You know, you had 27 pages of uh, of disclaimers in there, and it was in there, yeah. <laughs> and nobody reads it, right? We yeah, just yeah. sign. We're like, hey, thank you, What's sir, for money. Payment? What's a monthly payment? That's What's it. the monthly on that? I can I can pay that back. Yeah, you know? yeah, I can pay that back. Yeah. So, yeah, that I don't know. The loan, loans is tough. You gotta make, you gotta make sure to watch that. That is something that can sink a company real quick. Yeah, and here's one thing I will add, and we'll leave on this, man. And that is, you know, when you go through these tough times, it, as bad as you hate to say it, man, if if you're still 10x in those bad times, you're gonna come out, and you're gonna come out like a man on with his hair on fire. You're, you're gonna go, you're gonna chase it like there's no tomorrow. But when you come out of that, you realize that almost what you went through made you stronger, right? But but here's one of the cool things. It actually gives you counsel inside you that when you see other business owners, other friends, other colleagues of yours going through that tough time, guess what? You can speak life into them because you have been through it and you know they are going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And I would that, that that's something I want to encourage everybody with right now that that's pro- that might be in a tough spot right now. You will get out of that, I promise. If you do the things we talked about, you work hard, you ten exit, you do you you get after reading, you hang around people that are going to spur you forward, like this mastermind group right here. We will. All you've got to do is send us some kind of uh, note, you know what you're going through, and let us help you give you cancel. We might even shoot a video for you, just personally for you, and send it back to you. Whatever. We want to help see you guys get ahead and hang around people that speak life into you and speak life into yourself and know that you're going to get out of it. So that's what I got today, man. All right, guys. So we'll wrap it up. That was a good good topic to talk about. Nobody really talks about that. So uh, what, what, what are we going to name the book, Shane? What are you going to name the book? I don't have a name yet. <laughs> Can I write the forward for your book? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, What it's about, though, it's I'm real passionate about small business owners buying their own building. And I've got 16 reasons why. And I started with 10. And like I was telling you yesterday, it just keeps growing. Right. Because there's so many pluses to buying a building. And I'm going to have a success story chapter and you're going to be in the success story chapter. And it doesn't have to be the guy that has been at it 45 years and has acquired, you know, $10 million of commercial real estate paid off free and clear. It could be the guy that just got his first one. That's a success story. And yeah. you did it. And now you're trying to get a second one. Hey, they, uh, they got back to me. Uh, they said they want to work something out. They need a little bit more information about the new location that we're looking at. In Rockwell. Yep. Yeah. I love it. So. Hey, and in, in the next few weeks, uh, we plan on having uh, interviewing more people that uh, are, you know, extremely business savvy. These guys are on top of it, and we hope to bring you a whole bunch of interviews in the next few weeks. So, 
look forward to continually doing this. We're gonna the podcast is coming. What are you? What are we gonna name the podcast? Next Level Business Podcast. There you go. I'm looking forward to that. So uh, again, guys, if you need anything, let us know. We are here for you. Tell them about your attorney, man. Your attorney friend. Yeah. So Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran. You know, I was in a lawsuit a while back, my very first lawsuit. And that's one of the things we're going to get to share with everybody. What do you do when you're in a lawsuit? So many business owners, ones that definitely the ones that haven't been in it. I was I was frightened of a lawsuit. I'll be quite honest with you. I've always been told stay steer clear of them and I always wanted to steer clear of them. But sometimes you have just been wronged. Right. And that is what the law is there for. And so a referral of referral, I got in touch with uh, this lawyer and we settled out of court, which was great. And we got, you know, uh, you don't ever really get what you want, but you hopefully don't get killed. Good way, and yeah. Good way to put we, it. We, we, we did okay in that, but, you know, obviously we wish it would have been about five times that amount. But one thing I learned through that, do not fear a lawsuit. Yeah. And so this guy is a seasoned guy. He's been at it, you know, for 40 years and he agreed to come on our show and we're going to try to have him on in the next few weeks. And hey, he's going to talk about why do you not fear a lawsuit as a business owner? Tell me this. Was was the loss that you that you took that you realized the loss that you realized was it worth the education that you got from going through it? No. Oh, come on. Man. You want me to say yes? I know I want you to say yes. All right, I'll say yes. I mean, come on, you it, learned it, a lot. I mean, you, it, you became more really was. It really was. I wouldn't be doing, I wouldn't be on this right, right now with you. If I wouldn't have gone through that, I wouldn't be a fractional CFO. I wouldn't be about to write a book. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have a chance to get on into all these companies. I would still be stuck at a bank and having a little side hustle. Cause when you get into banking, they pay you decent money. Right. But they, it's like the golden handcuffs. They pay you just enough to keep you there and they pay you just enough to keep you from pursuing what your real dreams are, which is helping as many business owners as I can. Yeah. And so the answer is as painful as it was, as dark as the place was, it was totally worth it. And that's why I tell all you guys this tonight, you will get through this. Yeah, I like that. I'm uh, I'm getting sued right now, actually. Uh, Someone uh, we we were updating our website. We accidentally used a picture from Google, uh, the person that I hired to to update our website. And um, I would say within 60 days of that change being made, we started getting emails from some attorney in Germany, uh, like extorting me for like threatening me, like they're going to sue me and I need to send them like a thousand dollars. And then uh, like next month, it was three thousand then five thousand. And I'm like, you know, go fly a kite. You know what I mean? (laughs) So this guy's like, don't, you know, don't think we'll, you know, because we're overseas, we're not going to sue you. So then it dies down for like two or three months. And then um, I start getting solicitations from, um, from local attorneys here saying that, you know, my company and me were, uh, you know, cited in a, in a lawsuit, you know, in the public records. And so, uh, now they're suing us for copyright infringement um, for using the photo on the, on the, on our website. That's First crazy, of all, man. We, we, I mean, it was done by accident. 
the first time when they emailed saying to stop using it, we took it off right away and we apologized and we told them, you know, we, we didn't benefit or make any money off it or anything like that. Uh, we used a picture of uh, a country that we're looking to uh, get into. And so, um, but yeah, I turned into that. And uh, the, the guy that's doing the lawsuit, he's based out in New York and he's a, he's a copyright troll. And he uh, goes after these frivolous lawsuits that are unfounded and tries to intimidate and poke and like harass, you know, the, what is it, plaintiff? Am I the plaintiff? You'd be the defendant. Yeah, yeah, I'd be, I should know this by now, right? (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, yeah, so, but luckily, you know, I got business insurance that's taking care of it. So that's another topic. Yeah, and I can tell you, you always want to be the plaintiff. That's one of the things that the guy told me in the lawsuit. He said, you always want to be the plaintiff. (laughs) You do not want to be the defendant. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's okay to be defendant if you got insurance, though. There you go. Yeah. So that's another topic. We'll have to we'll have to play this one out and see how this goes with your business insurance to see if it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's covered. It's covered in uh, you know in the so we filed the claim. It's covered. So uh, then you know the insurance is taken care of. But this is another risk of having a business and being aware of you know the threats that are out there and not having your confidence ripped apart when the whole world is falling apart and some idiot is trying to sue over a copyright image to get 25 grand. Yeah. You're just trying to survive thanks to COVID and you know, you got to worry about people like this coming after you. Yeah. Did it, did it cause you uh, some anxiety? Even if it was a small bit, did it cause you some anxiety? I would say maybe like 30, maybe probably like an hour's worth, you know, but I mean, the because I've been in a lawsuit where the business insurance didn't cover it, and in this particular lawsuit, the company was named on the lawsuit, and so in that instance, uh, the coverage of the business insurance would be covered because the company is is in the lawsuit. Who do you have that? Who, who's your insurance company on that? Liberty Mutual. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we had them when we were in the restaurant, but I didn't know if they, I didn't know they covered you for lawsuits that you might've gotten into like that. The copyright infringement lawsuit. Yeah. I forgot what, uh, what branch it falls under, but you know, it's, uh, that's cool. It's good to know. That's part of what you pay for, right? Like what the fuck, what are you paying for? every month? (laughs) WTF insurance. Yeah, exactly. Like get the mafia. I wish we can go back to those days. Right. (laughs) I'm going to send some guys over there and take care of the problem. <laughs> as long as you're on that side and not the guy getting the problems taken care of coming to get you. The problem me. The problem me. <laughs> you don't want to be the problem me. Uh, all right, cool. Let's wrap up. All right, let's wrap up. So thanks uh, guys for tuning in. Leave a comment. Let us know what you want to talk about. We're going to get these guests in there. I'm going to try and get Amanda, the banker uh, in back in here. Talk about, uh, just some COVID stuff, what's going on in banking. And I have got I have got a priceless banker in SBA queued up for us to come on in the next next few weeks too. That mm-hmm. one's gonna be fantastic because the only game in town if you want to buy a business is SBA. Yeah. It's the only game in town. If you want to buy a building, that's a commercial bank. 
But now, if you want to buy four though for the building, say it again. The five hundred four for the SBA. Yes, yeah, they can... they also do five hundred four, so you can get a building loan through them too. But the cool part about it is you can add in the business acquisition at the same time. You can roll that into one loan. It's the greatest loan ever, and and I can tell you inside the bank, you got the you got the commercial lenders like me, and we didn't do anything with SBA. We we know the term SBA. We know what that stands for, but it's it's just a whole convoluted thing of, unto itself. And so you you need a guru. You need an SBA guru that that's all they do. And this guy, he worked at a bank as well as an SBA guru. And he, he left banking. He was frustrated with it like I. So I can't wait to have this guy on. He'll be a great guy to have on. All right. Don't tell us you're going to bring all these people and not bring us. We're going home. Got to make it happen. Got to get called out on air. Call that on air, live stream, live stream worldwide. Called out. That's no fun. <laughs> All right, man. Well, enjoyed it. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll see you Thanks, guys. guys. Let us know if you have any questions. Take care. See ya.